It's the right time for Western Oklahoma. It's time for our weekly Crossfire segment. Todd and Mustafa in for Harold, and it's brought to you by ASAP Energy, including Lucille's Roadhouse. My goodness, we love Lucille's eating there in Weatherford and Clinton. And, of course, uh, whether it's breakfast, lunch, dinner, man, they've got everything on the menu. And, of course, I gassed up this morning at ASAP uh, General Stores. So, you know, feeling good about ASAP Energy. And car wash. Yeah, I got the yeah. Everwash car you wash, wash car. It. That's cool. If you got a certain membership, I understand you could wash it. Anytime. Unlimited, yeah. Every day. At least once a day, yeah. Yes. All right, joining us on the All Southwest right. Air and Heat Hotline, we have State Representative Anthony Moore. Good morning to you, sir. Hey, good morning, guys. Good How's morning. How's this morning? Great. How are you? And also welcoming us on the, uh, or we welcome on the Southwest Air and Heat Hotline, Minority Leader representing the Democrats, uh, Cindy Munson. Good morning, Cindy. Good morning. Good morning to you, Cindy. I mean, can you I call you that and still? Out there. Do you? No, yeah. No, no, are y'all having some storms? And no, I wish. Yeah, most of it's oh. north of us. We're just getting a oh, tiny okay. bit of rain, and it's almost uh, out of here. But uh, yeah, heavier rain to the north of us. But uh, that's going to be it. But uh, it's getting ready to be stormy at the Capitol. We're going to kind of continue on from our uh, conversation <laughs> of last week. If Mustafa doesn't change the subject in midstream as he's uh, meant to do, just kidding. But uh, whoa, boom! What uh, happened? Yeah, but uh, so he wants so, to play again. It is cute. <laughs> So uh, we're talking about uh, something you both are super excited about, and that is a special session coming up in October, because we just haven't had many of those. And I know you're excited to see all your colleagues again, guys, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> uh, yes. Miss all my friends. <laughs> well, we, we spent a lot of time uh, last week talking about one of the three issues that the governor has asked you guys to deal with, uh, tax cuts. But one of the other items I want to spend a little time on, and we just barely touched on it last week, is budget transparency. Uh, the governor is wanting you guys to uh, basically make bills public for at least three days before you can vote on it. And it was kind of interesting because... Because we actually had another uh, fellow Republican, Anthony, here, uh, Nick Archer, uh, a couple of weeks ago. And he actually said he wasn't in favor of that because he says, you know, the, the gist of the bill, the overview is posted online and people can see that. But, I, I mean, is, is it a bad idea to, to have it the complete bill, all the text public three days before you guys take action on it? Well, I will tell you that most of it is probably public or has been seen at least three days prior to it being, you know, being uh, discussed. But the reality is, you know, there are negotiations going on up until the very last minute until it's published. So, you know, that's just it, it interferes with the process. You know, the sad part is if the governor wants to be a legislator, then he needs to run for that office. I mean, Article 5 of the Constitution says how that's supposed to be handled. Uh, he would not really love it very much if I said if he wants to veto a bill, he's going to have to make his reasoning public for three days and let us comment uh, before he wants to veto. And so, I mean, you know, it, it's got to be, it's got to be, you know, constitutionally uh, sound, and his reasoning is not, unfortunately. So, 
Hmm. Um, you know, I I understand that when I'm trying to hide anything, there's not you know lack of transparency is, is never a good thing. We, we're, there's nothing to be hidden, but a lot of times there's stuff going on behind the scenes to the very last minute, and really all you're doing is hampering the process if you're trying to make it to where you know. So we make so we follow this guideline, we make it public three days, and then on the third day, oh, we need to change this number. Well, then we've got to start all over. And you got to wait three more days, and then, you know, some, well, we, we missed something, we've got to fix this. Well, then it's three more days, and you're just you're changing the entire process when you do that, and that's not the way the Constitution has it set up. So, Cindy, uh, would you agree with uh, Representative Moore that it's it's better to do like Nancy Pelosi says, that we have to pass it before we know what's in it, like Obamacare? Oh, boy. <laughs> <laughs> oh my. You know, and you know what? Hey, I just and, and and the little things that I listen to. I'm just going to interrupt for PA here, but he called you by your first name, and then he referred to the man as Representative Moore. And I'm thinking, what is that nonsense all about? But I'm not taking over this morning. I'm sure it wasn't. Intense. Sorry, it's my white cisgender it's a, privilege. It's a, it's a subliminal Sorry. thing going on. But good morning to all, and I guess we are with Representative Minority Leader Cindy Munson now. You're, you can have the stage. I'm stepping down. Uh, that This is probably one thing that the governor put on his call that um, something that we have talked about, probably not uh, exactly as the governor has asked, but they're really, I mean, in general, um, and I do want to say before I before I answer, I have great respect for our budget leaders on both sides of, you know, in the House and the Senate. I think it's just important to to say that anytime there's a suggestion to to find ways to, you know, allow for more public input or transparency has really nothing to do with the individuals leading it, especially Representative uh, Kevin Wallace and Senator Roger Thompson, who do. Uh, we don't always agree on everything, but they do a great job really trying to hear from all members. I, I do feel that way and, um, and and try to get the numbers right, even if we don't always agree on everything. So I think that's that is important to say because it's hard work. Uh, but, you know, in general with the legislature, we don't we don't have a lot of public input. Um, processes put in place that the public is aware of uh, once session starts. Yes, you can talk about bills right now. You can be talking to your lawmakers right now. You could be having all these conversations. But once bills are in committee, there's not a ton of public testimony. The chair of the committee can allow uh, for individuals of the public to come in or not. Uh, but there's examples in legislatures across the country that have that really do a better job of allowing some more uh, public input which i think would be truly beneficial for all of us and 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 maybe take down some partisanship stuff on on things that we discuss but you know with the budget process um because it is difficult and uh it is it is a big um, process to overcome throughout the year. It's not just the minority caucus who has talked about this, but you have members even of the majority party who have said, there are some things I haven't seen until, yeah, it's put in front of me for a vote. Yes, conversations are going on, and there's a handful of people who are really having those deeper conversations. I don't think anybody is confused on that, but um, it would be nice to have some more time to be able to talk through and debate the bill um, and, and really, I feel like what the governor is um, 
proposing at this point. It has less to do about transparency processes because in a place like special session where you have no committee work being done, everything is is pretty much done on the floor and very quickly, I don't think really allows for us to talk through what does transparency look like for us when it comes to the budget process. So it really does feel like he's sort of throwing a temper tantrum because over the last few years, there's been disagreement between legislative leaders and the governor. Um, But if there were, you know, an opportunity to have real conversations about budget transparency, let's have those uh, and go beyond just exactly what he's asked for and really try to hear from lawmakers on both sides of the aisle. But right now, it feels like his ask has more to do with, hey, I won in the room uh, a little bit earlier than before uh, I say whether or not I'm going to veto the bill. Okay, well, wow, uh, because for a few minutes until you got to that last part, Cindy, I thought I was sucked into a vortex and I was in an alternate reality where you were agreeing with the governor and Anthony was disagreeing with the governor on uh, budget transparency. So what are the chances, Anthony, that something is going to be done on this in this session? Because it sounds like nobody is a big fan of what the governor is proposing. Well, I mean, some of the proposals are not. You know, I mean, it is what it is. Are you talking about what are the chances that it's done on Monday in the, special session? Well, just the budget transparency aspect of it, because there's three things he wants you guys to address. Well, but sounds like you guys are, are not in big not favor of anything done of in special session. There's going to be a gavel. There's going to be a Pledge of Allegiance. There's going to be, a, uh, you know, announcements and introductions. And then there's going to be a gavel again. So, uh Oh, and I missed the prayer. That's going to be how Monday goes, and there's not going to be anything substantial done because there's no agreement, which is why you don't call a special session without agreement. So you think you'll just... I agree with that. So you guys will go in, and you'll adjourn and say, screw you, Governor Stitt, uh, because whoa, we didn't whoa, talk about whoa. things ahead of time. Is that what it is, Cindy, or or, or will you try no, no, to... I mean, we'll, we'll gavel to a call of the chair, but all the conversations, I mean... So you don't sit on the floor of the House and have conversations about what the legislation is going to look like. That all happens off the floor. And that's why that all could have happened before the call. And, I mean, there's not an agreement between the House and the Senate at all, even on a framework of what this looks like. And I thought the Senate pro tem did a really good job. There's no there's no conversations about, hey, by the way, where do we make up 40% of the state's revenue that you want to cut? And so... I mean, everybody's for cutting taxes. I mean, I, I, I want to cut it to the least amount possible. I don't want to take any more from people than we need to, not one penny more. But we're talking about 40-plus percent of our funding being cut with no plan on how to make it up. You know, I've been looking at it since he made this call. There's different ways to do it. Kentucky's done it where they put in different, you know, they've changed kind of their tax structure around, and they have benchmarks they have to set they have to hit, you know, year after year, and the income tax continues to go down as long as they hit those benchmarks. Well, this year they didn't hit the benchmark, so it didn't go down. They didn't take the next step. And that's a plan that I can get behind. Like, if we have a roadmap, and if we hit these benchmarks, then we continue forward, and if we don't, we stop because we don't want to put the state in great peril of of going broke. That's something that I could get behind. But just saying, well, we want to cut income tax for the sake of cutting the income tax, and have no plan on how to make up the 40%. That's not something that's fiscally responsible. And that's one of, I mean, that's, you know, one of the mantras of conservatism is 
being fiscally responsible, and that's just foolish. Yeah, and we've we've certainly been challenged in 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 that definition of being physical responsible because I think we've had enough handouts this time, and it's just real hard for us to hang on to money. Do you hear much conversation out among the people that says they are wanting some of their money back, or do you hear them say, "Be more responsible with the money you have"? Cindy, you want? I think it's. Go ahead, Cindy. Cindy, you want to take that? Sweetness here. Just kidding. Uh, <laughs> I remember that from last week. <laughs> I forgot. Uh, I'm glad you brought that up. <laughs> you know, like Anthony said, and I, I had a chance to, to be on a panel for Oklahoma Municipal League Legislative Forum earlier this week, and who doesn't want l- less taxes and more money in their pocket? Of course. Of course. We all do. But... Um, I like the way you asked the question, Mustafa, because that that really is what I hear generally from constituents, my most conservative and more progressive of just, you know, take care of our services, take care of our schools, take care of our roads and bridges, uh, you know, make sure that, you know, when you call the Oklahoma Tax Commission, somebody will pick up and answer the phone and you're not on hold for 30 minutes when you're trying to pay your taxes or get information about your taxes. Um, and so it's less about, and, and a lot of people haven't forgotten about where we were when we had to cut state agencies just a few years ago uh, and tried to get back to, you know, I'm going to keep repeating that to where we are, where the governor has been able to enjoy being governor, where there's a surplus of funds or you don't see agencies drastically being cut Um and so instead, you know, use our tax dollars wisely and responsibly, uh, take care of our state so we can recruit business to come here and people are, are living a, a high quality of life and have access to things like health care and, uh, and, and those types of things. And so it's and, and I do want to respond to the question of, you know, what will we get done? Anthony's absolutely right about the first day that we go in. And this is the problem with calling a special session without having a very, very narrow focus on exactly what we're coming in to do. Not, oh, hope you cut some taxes and find a path to zero. The discussions and long-term planning and all that, that really should happen in a regular session where you can file multiple bills, they can go through committee, you can have all this conversation and go through the legislative process for four months versus y'all come back and do this and figure it out and gavel out when, you know, it just, it doesn't make sense and it, it wastes a lot of time and it wastes a lot of money and you know here in just a couple of months we're going to be filing um or our first bill filing will be uh, the first week of december for the regular session why not allow us to just go to that point in time so we can have that conversation in february versus using special session to do it well the bonus i guess is that uh, the per diem will pay for a few more bills at mahogany prime we're talking with anthony moore and cindy munson back with more after this Hey Oklahoma, Monica Collison here with Union Mutual Insurance. For 85 years, Union Mutual has been the preferred choice for insurance in rural Oklahoma. We've been here with you through the storms, the good times and the bad, and we'll continue to stand with you and by you in this great state of Oklahoma. When it's time to insure your rural property, give us a call or visit us at unionmutualic.com. 
You probably know Stillwater Milling has Oklahoma's trusted source of animal feed for over 130 years. You might not know Stillwater Milling's agri-centers carry a wide variety of products to help you get the work done all around your property. Lawn and garden, pet supplies, animal health, pasture supplies, and so much more. Come see us at one of our four Stillwater Mills agri-centers or visit us online at stillwatermill.com. 99 cent drinks, $1.99 breakfast biscuit, $6.99 extra large pizza. All these great discounts at the ASAP General Store using the ASAP Energy app. Plus, you can order delicious food from Lucio's Roadhouse in Weatherford and Clinton and select ASAP General Stores. You can track your kickback points, get special coupons, and you can even access Philip 66 to earn up to 15 cents off every gallon of gas. All from this one app. It's the ASAP Energy app, available in the Apple and Google Play stores. Download it now. Briley Baca is an investment advisor representative of and advisory services offered through Royal Fund Management, LLC, an SEC-registered investment advisor. Just imagine what your life would be like if you had to navigate your finances alone without any help from a spouse. It can sound daunting, and a lot of times it is if you don't have the proper safety nets in place. This is Briley Baca with Advanced Financial Strategies in Clinton. More often than not, the woman in the relationship is the person who ends up managing the family finances in the later years of life. We have all heard the statistic that women live longer than men. But did you know that almost 65% of the people over the age of 85 are women? Being a widow, divorcee, or single parent is hard. But going through these life-changing events without a plan for your finances will make these times even harder. Give me a call, Briley Baca, the only independent certified financial planner professional located here in western Oklahoma, and we will work together to make sure to provide safety and security for your family. 323-6800 or visit our website, retirewithbacca.com. Hammond Phillips is now part of Select Water Solutions. Select is a leading provider in all things water, from sourcing, transfer, recycling, infrastructure, flowback, well testing, disposal solutions, and fluid handling and fluid chemistry. Our mission is to focus on developing sustainable water and chemical solutions with a commitment to conservation and reuse. Select Connect. We are all connected by water. The concrete foundation is one of the most important parts of any build. It could make or break your upcoming plans. Trust your concrete needs to Allen and the team at B&W Ready Mix. Whether it's for your residential or commercial needs, they can handle it all. Don't underestimate the importance of a solid foundation or compromise on quality. Let B&W Ready Mix create a strong base for your next construction project. You can find them online at bwreadymix.com today. That's B&W Ready Mix, creating solid foundations one concrete pour at a time. If you're looking for specialized nursing care for a loved one, or if you're looking for an exceptional place to work, you will be pleased with Maple Lawn Manor's approach to care, compassion, and dedication. They offer physical, occupational, and speech therapy, as well as an open menu from their dietary department. Stop by and join us for a tour of our facility at 800 Arapaho Street in Hydro. We have the highest facility ratings for care in the area, according to government sources. Maple Lawn Manor in Hydro. We celebrate life. 728, just about done with our Crossfire segment, brought to you by ASAP Energy. That's ASAP General Stores, Rick's Boots and Outfitters, and, of course, Loose Hills Roadhouse in Clinton and Weatherford. Well, it's a good thing that this is my final day filling in for Harold for a, a little bit, because I can't get Anthony and Cindy to fight about anything. It's been three weeks now, so uh, about 60 seconds left for each of you. Cindy, 
Can you tell me something you don't like about Anthony? <laughs> That's, not, That's real cute. He lives too far away from me. Uh, oh, 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 no. we... I want to bump into him at the coffee shop. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> Anthony, oh, what what do you, what can you Anthony, what can you just not stand? About Cindy, come on, give me some dirt. Get mean. So, I'll tell you, there, there's one argument Cindy and I could have probably right now on the radio, and that's which football team is worse: my Oklahoma State oh. Cowboys or her oh. Huskers. <laughs> there I'm we go. Sure there we Cowboys, go. Go Huskers. We, we won last week. About, no, 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 yeah. no, no, no. My team is worse. I, you know, we could probably have that fight. <laughs> Who's going to be the quarterback this week, Anthony? <laughs> Of the five, oh, man. Oh, some kid that some kid that caught a ball in the third row last week. <laughs> yeah. <you> know, <laughs> who knows? Oh well, man, make it a safe weekend, though, guys. Any final thoughts? Yeah. Uh, no, we'll everybody enjoy a soon. great weekend. You guys yeah. are both going to be out here pretty quick, right? In person, uh, October. 2nd We're going to be working on it. Next. Yeah. Well, there you go, folks. All right. Well, once again, I have failed as the uh, moderator of Crossfire. I can't get any sparks to fly, and uh, so I'm going to go back into my hole. I'm going to be back on the zoo playing rock and roll every afternoon, and uh, maybe Harold can stir it up with you guys, but I feel like I'm a failure. But, hey, I, I enjoy talking with both of you every week. It's been fun. <laughs> Thanks for filling in for him. You've done a great job as always. I, uh, everybody have a great weekend. You did the same there. We appreciate uh, it. Cindy Munson <laughs> and Anthony Moore joining us on the Southwest Air and Heat Hotline. Really do appreciate both of them taking the time to be a part of his show. Tune in every weekday at 6 a.m. for The Right Time with Harold Wright. Brought to you by Priority Home Medical Equipment on 99.3 News Talk KCLI.